You're listening to Fish Food, where we present bite-sized accounting and entrepreneurship advice in 25 minutes or less. Keep listening for interviews, guidance, and resources for freelancers and small businesses. And if you enjoy, rate and subscribe to let others know about the gym you found. Now, let's get started. Hello and welcome. Now, if you've been following us online, especially on our Instagram channel at Littlefish Accounting, you'll know that we have been encouraging everyone who will listen to raise their prices. And while I think that there are some obvious reasons why you should raise your prices, um, just to show your value and to make sure that you're getting what you're worth when you perform a service or when you sell a good, I also wanted to talk about how many other people are affected when you underprice what you're selling. So today, I want to give you four areas that you hurt when you underprice for your goods and services. Let's start with the most obvious. The first one is yourself. So obviously when you underprice for your services, you're not making enough. And for a lot of people, that means that you potentially have to work more. Think about it. If you're charging $100 a client for something that you should be charging $1,000 a client for, that's 10 times more people that you have to take every month or every period in order to make the same amount of money. When you think about your worth and you think about the value that you're offering, that's a lot of work to take on instead of just upgrading the price to one that's more reflective of what you offer. In addition, I saw a comment earlier or a post earlier that said you can't invest in the resources that you need to get better or to grow your business. If you are underpricing, again, you're not making enough. And so when you want to pay for that coach or invest in that webinar or make an investment into a course or something like that that will help your business grow, it gets more difficult to do that when you're not making enough from the services that you're selling. And so It's hurting you in just the time ways, but obviously it's hurting you financially too in the ways that you can invest in other areas of your business. And then also you're just inefficient when you have to take on that many clients. It gets really hard to do that job well. And so when you start thinking about how much am I charging each person individually or each company individually, how much work am I putting in and how much value can I actually offer my customer or my client when I'm spending so much time on so many people trying to get it right? I mean, at the end of the day, you know, a lot of us are solopreneurs or have very small teams and it gets very difficult to get all of the things correct when you have a small team that you potentially can't pay for more help because you're not charging enough. So the first person and the most obvious person being affected is yourself. The second area that I want to talk about is your team. Now, whether that's one um, assistant or a whole team of departments, when you don't charge enough, you are hurting your team One, by just not setting a great example, a lot of people have issues with pricing and making sure that they're charging enough for their goods and services. And if you are setting your bar too low, you're kind of encouraging your team to use you as the baseline to be able to determine what they should be charging for their goods and services. If you really want your team to grow and flourish, one of the things that you're going to have to pay attention to is what example are you setting by the ways that you're running your business? And that includes how you're setting prices for the things that you sell. And then the other way is financially, right? Like just 
obviously, if you don't earn enough, then you can't pay out anymore. And that can be detrimental to your team if you can't afford to pay them more. When you want to give raises, if they're already on your team, when you want to offer bonuses later down the line, if you're not charging enough, if you're not making enough, it gets very difficult to be able to invest further in the people that work for you. Because if you're having a hard time paying yourself, how much harder is it to be able to pay the people that work for you? So the second area is your team. The third group of people that you're hurting when you underprice are your clients. Now, that's for several reasons. One of the first ones that I know personally and that I've talked to a lot of business owners about is resentment. When you don't charge enough for your good or service, it everything that that client asks you for can start getting on your nerves. It can be irritating for the things that they ask for that feel extra because you already feel like you're not making enough for the thing that you charge them for in the first place. And so how do you think that that comes off to them when they feel like they're constantly being nickel and dimed when you won't do anything additional for free? And here's the thing. As I've said, I am all for you getting paid what you're worth. And so I think that working for free is not an option when you could be raising your prices instead. But what are the offerings that you could include as part of the bundle or as part of the value of the suite of services that you're offering? Because you're charging enough that if they need something extra, you can either do it as a courtesy or you can put an appropriate price on it because you know that they're paying enough for the thing that they already enlisted you to do. The other thing is value, right? So if you are setting your price too low or constantly discounting, then how do you expect to reflect that your price or that your service is more valuable if you decide to raise the price later down the line? So an example of that, if you keep saying that you have a service offering that's $1,000, but it's always on sale for $500, what incentivizes anyone to pay you $1,000? They'll just keep waiting for the discount to come and feel like it must be worth $500 because if it weren't, you'd be selling it for $1,000. Same thing when you're looking for higher ticket clients or higher ticket customers or you're selling a premium product, you want to encourage people to understand the value of what you're offering. And you can't do that when you're reducing the price so low that people start wondering, I mean, is this worth it? Like, what am I really getting here? Meanwhile, you're putting in all kinds of bonuses and extras and trying to make sure that people get everything that they should for this tiny price. When really, not only would they be willing to pay more for it, but they actually see more value in it because of the cost associated. The last part about dealing with your clients when you underprice is, are you able to give them the energy and attention that they deserve? So like we talked about, when it hurts you, it hurts your clients. If you have to take 100 clients to meet your goal for the month, depending on what you do, it can be really difficult to give each of them the one-on-one attention that you promised, um, the customer service that you want to be able to give them. Because truth be told, you're exhausted when it's just you It's very difficult to give everybody the happy, um, joyous customer service experience that they're expecting. Um, But not only that, it gets difficult to find mistakes or ways that you can provide strategic offerings or information because if you have so many to get through, it gets really hard to dig into the nitty gritty for them. And so your clients are the third group of people that are really affected by you underpricing or discounting your products or services. 
And then the fourth group, which is arguably one of the most important, is your community. A lot of us started businesses to be able to support the people around us, right? And so for some of us, that may be our city. For some of us, that may be our immediate families or communities. But if you don't price well enough to be able to support yourself, how are you going to be able to support the people that are around you? How do you have enough time or money to invest in the things that are important to you and important to them? For example, if you want to be generous, if you want to donate, if you want to fund projects in your community, that takes money. Like there need to be enough funds to be able to cover you, cover your team, cover your operating expenses and have extra available to give to your community or to those areas or categories that are important to you. And so if you are underpricing, if you are not charging enough, then you are not making enough to have that extra to be able to give to your community. It's been really important to me as I run Little Fish that I'm able to, you know, click on the GoFundMe links and offer something to be able to give as people need to be able to support different initiatives that are really important to me and that are near and dear to my heart. But the only way that I'm able to do that is if I charge enough for my services that there is additional funding available to be able to give away. And if you charge too little, again, not only are you affecting all those other groups that we talked about, but there is no extra. So if there's no extra, when those opportunities come up for the groups that you really want to be able to support, where is that money supposed to come from? So yeah, just wanted to get on here quickly to talk about the four areas or groups that are affected when you underprice. One, yourself, The most important part, you are the one that makes this business run. And if you are not making enough, you can't pay any of the other groups of people that we're talking about here. The second is your team. You hired them to help you. And I'm sure that as your business grows and you have more wins, you want those people that work with you to be able to celebrate in those wins. And sometimes that means financially. And if you underprice yourself, then it becomes very difficult to be able to give them those extra funds as you earn them because it all really needs to go to fill up your own tank, right? The third group is your clients. We talked about resentment. We talked about value and really just thinking about what kind of customer experience you want to provide to your client. And can you do that when you have to take on what feels like a million people to be able to afford your life or your expenses? And so making sure that you're keeping them at the forefront. If you want to be able to serve your clients, how can you do that well? And how many people can you take on before that customer service starts to take a dip? And then the last group is your community. There are so many people that are depending on you to win who need you to be able to make enough to have extra, to be able to invest or to plant seeds so that other people can make the same entrepreneurship decision that you made. And the only way that that can happen is if you are charging enough to have additional funds to be able to give that money to them. So yeah, if you've heard me anywhere, especially like I said, if you follow us on Instagram, I am constantly trying to encourage you to raise your prices. I think that it's important. I think that we because we undervalue our services, sometimes because it's just super easy for us. And so we're thinking, oh, I shouldn't charge you that much. That only takes me like an hour to do. Or because we don't think that people will pay for it. And so we keep our prices low in order to keep like the money flowing so that we have something rather than nothing. I want to really hammer in that there's an opportunity for you to raise your price to 
the appropriate level for the value that you're providing so that you can make sure that you're able to invest in yourself and all these other areas that we talked about. It was great talking to you today. If you want to hear more, we give out tips and tricks on our Instagram constantly, and we look forward to hearing from you. Uh, if you have any feedback on the podcast, shoot us an email at podcast at littlefishaccounting.com. We'd love to hear what you think. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, there's good news. We've got additional free resources for you to get clear on your small business finances. Subscribe to our bi-weekly newsletter by heading to littlefishaccounting.com slash subscribe and check us out on Instagram at littlefishaccounting.